Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast brought to you by Worship Catalyst. We are here to help leaders learn how to do more with less. For more information or engage with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. And sorry, we've taken a couple of weeks off here, but we are back. But I'll let you know, we're going to take a break for a few weeks to catch up and get a few things done and get you some more really great content. So in this episode, I'm going to introduce to you two minutes on worship. And what it is, it's a weekly video that we have set up every single week. And it releases on Instagram TV. And the idea, and that's, by the way, at uh, Worship Catalyst's uh, Facebook page and Worship Catalyst's Instagram, IGTV, so you can find it really easily. But the reason that we started doing Two Minutes on Worship it's a, is because a lot of churches, in fact, hopefully every church wants to have some sort of culture of worship where people, you know, they really do sing. They really do connect their hearts to God. They really do surrender their lives more and more. Uh, and it's not just some sort of show and it's not just some sort of like cross your arms and watch church, but to really have a culture where worship is a part, uh, a part of it. And so as we've looked at that across, uh, lots and lots and lots of churches, the things that we found is that there's several things that go into a church that has a worshiping culture. And, uh, I think we have done, or will do another episode on that at some point on what all those pieces are. But one of them is that the congregation would have a high IQ of worship. What does the Bible say it means? And as you know, we've done an injustice to the word worship by saying things in church like, why don't we have worship and then a sermon? Or we'll say, hey, I really liked the worship when it really mean uh, the music or whatever, because music is a way to worship God, but it's not in and of itself, you know, the definition of worship. And so, uh, what we have been trying to do is to look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you know, just everywhere in the Bible where we can learn anything about what worship really is. And, you know, we we thought about doing a one-time training on it. We thought about, you know, having workshops and classes and all kinds of stuff on it. But at the end of the day, I think we just decided that there's so much that the Bible says about worship, literally from the first verse to the last verse that we just thought over time, if we could drip worship theology in two minute segments, that's what uh, would be the way to, to teach it over time. And so our recommendation to you would be not only listen to this uh, on a weekly basis, not only go to IGTV and, and you know, follow us there and, or on Facebook, but also to, um, to send this out to your band and to your teams and to your staff and to the congregation you know, and just let everybody start to know that this is a way that for two minutes a week that they can make an investment in their worship of God that'll make a big difference in their lives. So anyway, we're going to uh, just on this uh, podcast right now, we're going to play two of those. OK, you won't be able to see it, obviously, but you'll be able to listen to two of these. And these are both from Acts chapter 16, uh, verses 25 and 26. And they are from the story of Paul and Silas. Uh, releasing from prison. Of course, there's a lot to learn about worship from these, uh, from this story. But uh, uh, yeah, we're going to let you peek into two of these and then hopefully you'll go check out more of them and uh, make this a part of your pattern and your team's pattern and your church's pattern. All right, here's today's two minutes on worship. Acts 16, 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God 
and the other prisoners were listening to them. Now, this is not the first time that we've looked at this verse for two minutes on worship. We already learned that because Paul and Silas were thankful for things that could not be taken away, that they could worship even in their darkest days. But check out the second part. The other prisoners were listening. When we worship, someone is listening. It says here in this verse in Acts 16 that while they sang hymns, the other prisoners were listening to them. They were listening. Of course they were listening. It was midnight, and and these two idiots were keeping everybody awake with songs. But you know what it doesn't say? It doesn't say that they were telling them to shut up. I mean, if, if somebody around me was singing at midnight and I was trying to sleep, I would probably say something, wouldn't you? But it says here that these prisoners were just listening. I thought about this a lot and what it says about worship. Here's the thing. Somebody is always listening when you worship. If you have kids, they're listening. If you have friends who don't know Christ, they're listening. If you have coworkers who know that you follow Jesus, they're listening. And they're focusing on that moment when you lose the sale at work or you failed the test at school or that special person in your life leaves you or when death is banging on a loved one's door and when you seemingly lose it all, they're listening to see what your response is going to be. They're listening just like the prisoners. So what will the Jesus follower do in this moment of doubt and fear and anger or persecution or sadness? Will they they find a follower in you that worships Jesus in the darkest of days or will they find a follower who shrinks away and lets their emotions get the best of them? When they get really close, will they hear someone who worships Jesus no matter the circumstances because they're thankful no matter what? Or will they hear the angry and despondent song of someone who worships only when things go well? I think we often assume that our response to the normal things in life happen without effect, but that's just not true. Someone's always watching and listening. What are they hearing? Acts 16.25, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Welcome back to Two Minutes on Worship. Today's scripture is Acts 16, 26. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Oh man, this is great. Check this out. This is from the chapter of Acts when Paul and Silas are worshiping at midnight in the inner cell of their jail. They just got thrown in jail for basically healing someone and the other prisoners are listening to them sing these songs at midnight. It's a strange scene for sure, but but it's about to get even more strange. In fact, it's one of the most shocking things that you'll ever see in the Bible. As Paul and Silas are worshiping and the other prisoners are listening, an earthquake hits Philippi, and the shaking is so violent that every prison door flies open and every single chain falls off of every prisoner. Did you get that? The prisoners, even the ones who weren't followers of Jesus or even good people, found themselves free. So here's Here's what that says about worship. God can use our worship of Jesus to free other people. What does that mean? Do you know what the enemy hates? Worship. Do you know what the demons hate? Worship. They hate it and they can't be around it. It repels them. I've seen people get free from addiction and demons, bitterness, fear, and anxiety when worship, really heartfelt, authentic worship starts to happen. I can't explain this or put it in some sort of box, but here's exactly what happened and still happens when believers worship Jesus, 
even in the darkest of days, other people get free. So our worship is not just for us or just for God. Our worship is for everybody around us, even lost people, even abandoned people, even broken people. So when we think about whether we will continue to worship God when we're in the dungeon, all chained up with chains that we hate, remember, other chained up people are listening. And your worship of Jesus might be just what they need to get free. Acts 16, 26, suddenly there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken and at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Hey, thanks for joining in for the Worship Leader Essentials podcast. So thankful uh, that you had a chance to check out two minutes on worship. So please follow us again, Worship Catalyst um, at Worship Catalyst on um, Instagram uh, and also uh, at Facebook. So God bless. God bless.